Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. These are great days we're living, bro. That's just that Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam Podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> What's going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast, back at it. Costa, Ali Rat, Fletch. What's happening? I'm feeling gassy. Oh God. Why do you, Why do you start with that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, can I start by saying how good of a dude Costa is? What happened? He owed me 120 bucks for like months. I forgot about it. And today I walked into the house and dude pulls out a stack of 20s out of his pocket like a badass, first of all. It's, and my, then roll, just, it's my rolling around roll. And then just throws me 120 bucks. Aww. I forgot about it. What a good boy. Oh, no, I see. You lent him $120. That's like such a... Well, it's I, not I, like it's like... It's for fantasy. I paid his oh, gambling debt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I was like, that's such a specific number. But like, see, the type of guy I am that would sit there and weigh on me until I took care of it. Yeah. Well, you waited a couple months. So has this been weighing well, on you? Well, I didn't, but I didn't. I didn't even. Know, first off, I didn't even know about it. And then you had to remind me, like, when that guy reached out and said, "Hey, is Costa going to pay them all?" And I said, "Pay what?" And then I realized, like, oh shit, it's that thing I did. Anyhow, thank you for the compliments. Very nice. How are you guys? We're good. Allie? Yeah. Did you charge him interest? No, no. I should. There's some more twenties right there. Though. Yeah. There's, there's no come juice. On. Come no on, Daddy. Spread them out. Um, uh, good. Everybody's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys set for the wedding? Oh, I, I went down and got measured or whatever. There today. we go. Yeah, I'm set. Ooh, His nice. suit and uh, Allie, yeah. you're coming. Yeah. Yes. All right. Can't Kendall's wait. at her bachelorette party right now. Really? Right for now the, for the weekend or for the just weekend? Tonight? Yeah. Where'd no, for go? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, they're in Temecula. Oh, they're not in Nashville like every other bridal party. <laughs> no. Is that is that where they're all going oh now? Oh my gosh! When I yeah, I was there a lot this last year with Ben being in Kentucky and flying in and out of Nashville. That is all it is. Those buses that drive around through the streets of Nashville with bride sashes on oh, and big groups All of the girls. woo girls. No, Kendall's not a woo girl. I did tell her. I was like, go find the only male strip club in <laughs> Temecula. Is there one? <laughs> Have fun. Who knows? Get some dong in your face. Uh, Costa would know. Good wineries up there. <laughs> They'll have fun. They're going to have, yeah, they got the bus tour set up. I'm sending a bottle of champagne to their dinner tonight. Oh, I know. So cute. Little humble brag right there. I love it. What a good husband to be. Uh, and you're you're up at Radio Row next Tuesday. Yes. Oh, yes. Are, well, are you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Um, I get in Tuesday. We're broadcasting Wednesday through Friday. Are you staying up there? Yeah, nice. I'm staying in downtown LA. Ooh, nice. That'll be fun. It's gonna be a shit show. I mean, I a really I don't show. know what to expect this year. Like, I don't know. Why? So the NFL Network has made it known they're not parading people around this year. Oh. There goes like half the guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, the, but but see, it's because of their new setup at SoFi. I think it's it's the COVID thing. It's company regulations. Really? Yeah. You know what you're gonna get? Everybody peddling their CBD. Yeah, exactly. It's Everybody gonna be a lot of peddling it's... their newest, you know, electro wave therapy yeah. for concussions. Yeah. I, I right. don't know. You're gonna get all that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. A book. I mean, I've gotten the, the like the usual suspects have already reached out. The Turleys of the world the, and I'm, all the automatic passes, you know, Bill Romanowski. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They his wife actually just emailed me today, but they they've all already reached out. 
Yeah, what's her name? Do you remember? <laughs> I don't remember, but God, I did. She has that email Rose, list, and she works it, man. Yes, she does. She does. I think we had her on every time. Yeah. See, I, I'm so torn because having done a radio row, this is going back to extra 690 with Steve Hartman and Philly Billy. Mm-hmm. Steve and Billy got the who's who of guests. Well, Hartman claims he started Radio Row. Is that true? He was one. He was one of the very, very first to go down there, and it was just uh, a couple East Coast stations, and maybe one or two West Coast. And it was they kind of the NFL had started to toy with the idea of. You know, let's let's give them a place to broadcast, and they can broadcast from the Super Bowl. And I don't think it, maybe the NFL did see it becoming the monster that it is. But to me, it's peaked, and this is now the the backside <laughs> of the mountain. Yeah, I, I I'm excited we're going. Because, no, absolutely. Well, there's an outside shot that a certain 49er player who everyone fell in love with is going to be joining the show. That's not confirmed yet, so I don't want to put it out there. But uh, number 19. Who was seen crying on the sidelines at oh, the end the of the Deebs. game? Yeah, there, there's a slight possibility we have him lined up, which that makes the whole week worth it for sure, me. Sure, like uh, the year, really for your for the show, yeah, for, the, for everybody. I mean, it, it, if you can get one really good one like that, like, it makes up for all the bullshit. That the no year to. you, Judd, and I were doing the show together, you stayed back in studio, and Nick went and joined us. Was that Minneapolis? Yeah, but we had Josh Jacobs on that year. No, yeah. was it? It wasn't Minneapolis. It was. It was cold though, right? It was no, it was Miami. It was Miami. Okay. Um, and Josh Jacobs came on. It was like that made our whole week. Oh, and absolutely. Good to go. Yeah. You know, and the rest of it was whatever it was. But that one interview was so cool, and I'll I'll remember it forever. I'm hoping we get that this year. I don't know that we will. I don't know who they're going to be parading I'm, around. I'm telling you, it's it's which is it's sort of dying. It's sort of a dinosaur now. I think in a it lot is. of ways. It, it was, is. It was the thing I loved about going to Radio Row. I think I went to five. Was it was. Just the energy, being around that oh, 100%. as somebody who loves football and yeah. loves sports, like just being around all that was very fun. And um, so, but there were those times where you're like, I don't, was Sheena E? Really? <laughs> no. Like Diamond Dallas Page. Well, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> right, that right. guy. Yeah. Oh my God, with his yoga mats. Yeah. Um, how many times can you talk to, and, and this is way before the the child pornography stuff, but hey, Jared from Subway again. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, there's the guy from GoDaddy. And then they have like the the one big movie that's coming out that they'll all pedal around. Oh, the year that the last one I did, and it was Judd. We were in, or was it with Hartman? I forget. I think it was Arizona. I wasn't around yet. Whatever the it was Goldblum. It was um one of the uh what are the Australian brothers? The Hemsworth, uh, one of the Hemsworths, and Liam was making. I remember seeing clips out of Liam. It was uh, Independence Day two. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was Liam. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was like first off, the movie was absolute dog <laughs> shit, and I'm just. And they said, "Do you want to talk to him?" I go, "No, no, we're here to talk about the Super Bowl. I don't want to give you know some." Give them a bunch of a free promo for the movie, and the actor interviews are always terrible. Oh my god, <laughs> like they're so bad. No, I forgot about those movies. I remember being in Minneapolis when it was at Mall of America. Remember that's yep. where it was that year, yeah. R- Radio Row, instead of being at a convention center. That was wild being in the mall, like cr- 
just yeah. wild. I just, the I've heard that was awesome. It, it was. The security was, you know how security in normal radio is yeah. really, really heavy. It was hard to do that in the mall. It was right, because people pretty, were walking yeah, around. Yeah, still everything. had to go in. It was, there were a million dogs, though. A million officers walking oh, around. Right, dogs. Sure. So it was, it was heavy. But were you, were you there? Did you go to Minneapolis? No. no. Um, but it was kind of cool being in the mall. But uh, yeah, I, it it's funny. The my best memory of Super Bowl weeks was almost every year we went to Lee Steinberg, who's people don't know that he's an NFL agent. Went to his parties, great parties, and his parties are spectacular. <laughs> they're in the day. They're like in the afternoon. Oh yeah, it's an, it's like a sat. Maybe it's the day before Friday or Saturday, and very. I went to his in Tampa. Mm. I mean, no, there's got to be three, four, five open bars throughout the whole space where he holds it. Yeah. Endless food, really fun stuff, and uh, cool people there. So the the best one was in God, where was that? In, um, Patrick Mahomes. It was when he was sort of announcing Patrick. So Mahomes. that would have been Atlanta. It, it, I remember him walking around in Atlanta with Patrick. Oh my god! We walked to in that. In that, I'm trying to. Visualize. That was, was the same year as the house. aquarium. Okay. Because at the aquarium, there was Wolfgang Puck was at the aquarium yes, serving out yes. the duck tacos, which I will remember yeah. for the rest of my life. And Darren, Atlanta was cool, honestly. Darren and Marty and I went to some really cool, like, southern restaurants in downtown Atlanta. I, just, I don't know. I have sometimes the memories all kind of cross over, and I'm like, wait, was that Houston? Was that Minneapolis? I Which have to go back that? and look at my. Super Bowl credential. The the very first Super Bowl I got a credential for was Super Bowl thirty two here in San Diego. It was Packers mm-hmm. Broncos. Mm-hmm. And my credential was the side of size of a business card. Nah, with nah, my face on not it. Not anymore. And now it is a freaking <laughs> billboard. You it's know? like, hey, if anything goes wrong attached to my name, you'll exactly. know where to find me. Exactly. I have a funny story about that um, su- about that Super Bowl. Uh, there's a kid that my kids went to high school with who has opened this sort of vintage... It's like a thrift store, but it's not. It's like a vintage store. Vintage t-shirts, sweatshirts, jeans. It's very, very cool. He's done a really good job with it. It's in Mary Give him a shout out. I will. Uh, his name's Q Quinton Orabello, and it's, it's like CSU Thrift, I think is what it's called. It's in Mira Mesa and it, by In-N-Out, and it is... He has the most amazing stuff. I should get him to sponsor. Um, Absolutely. Anyway, I went in there before Christmas, and I found a shirt... For Ben, Ben loves old. He has a lot of Super Bowl hats from Pat, way, way like before he was born. Oh wow! Um, so he loves that stuff. So I found a shirt that was that game. So it was Packers. Who'd you say Broncos? Broncos. And it says San Diego, California across the bottom, and yep. it has the date, which was January 1998. Well, he was born in the fall of 97, so it was the first Super Bowl he was alive. Oh for. my God, that's cool. so! How cool is that? That's awesome. I was so excited. I didn't go there for that. I just saw it, and I was like, <laughs> and I kept. I was like, oh, that's cool. It says San Diego on it, and it's a Super Bowl shirt. Oh wait, he was a newborn. Like that's anyway. that's the Super Bowl where Paul Tagliabue in the uh, Super Bowl committee told Spanos and the city of San Diego, um, "You need to make these." upgrades before you're going to get you know you're going to have to agree these upgrades before you get back into the rotation so they said sure sure no problem blah 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 37 came around Raiders Buccaneers and the NFL walked into Qualcomm and said no you fucking liar and they said you will never ever get another Super Bowl in San Diego wait Dean lies yeah unless you build a new stadium Dean 
Dean Arsperti? Yeah, I know. Literally, they painted stuff and they put up new TVs, and that was it. <laughs> How bad of a look Those is it right TVs. now for the Chargers? Oh my! I I put this out on Twitter, and I said. There is not a worst-case scenario out there for the Chargers in L.A. This is it. The Rams hosting a Super Bowl in SoFi um, in the same city that the Chargers are in. Meanwhile, Dean is being sued by five of his relatives at this point, three, four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you could not come up with a worst-case scenario for them. And if the Rams... Win, which I think I think they're going to. I okay. I'll. I, um, we'll get to that. Well, yeah. Um, it it's. By the way, trending every single day on Twitter is at SoFi Stadium hashtag Rams House. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm well, telling you. I'm uh, telling you. Stan Kroenke said it after the game Who's when he was being entered oh. his house. Yes, when he did. said Rams that, I got goosebumps. Uh, I was uh, like, oh, that's. Oh no! I had already turned the TV off because I was pissed, but. I yes. have to go back to something you said a second ago about credentials. Um, do you have all yours? Did yes. you keep them? Yep. I have all mine too. I, there's something about them I love. Oh, I, no, absolutely. I, I did a, I produced a podcast for Jim Lampley one time. Who I love. Anyway, he has like shadow, big, huge framed shadow boxes behind a bar in his house with all his credentials. I love it. Them. It's a great, oh, it's so I, cool. I hold on to every single football credential I get, be it college, same regular game, playoff game, or Super Bowl. Yeah, same. The you know the baseball stuff I don't I don't care about, but yeah, I, I they're all <laughs> they're all hanging on a big like wooden uh, sport coat mm-hmm. hanger mm-hmm. in my if closet. that's mine are all in a <laughs> yeah, hanger yeah. in my closet too. <laughs> I kind of want to just figure out a way to display them at some point. Uh, well, Lampley's idea is pretty sweet. It's really nice the way they're displayed, and it's like behind the bar, so it's kind of sporty cool. and cool. Love and people, it. You know, you can kind of look at them. It's very cool. So, what did you guys? What's up? I was saying topically. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. ready to hit our baseball topic for the day? There it is. <laughs> there it is. Moving yeah. on. Hey, I'm, I, 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 I told everybody. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking?" Yeah, about? so I'm like, "What?" <laughs> The shorter the season is, the better. Joe West uh, retired. That's fun. Oh, thank yeah, God. Too late. Yeah. How many years too late? Do you think okay. he was forced into it? I, I mean, he never probably should have started. No, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, right? But that 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 um, the championship weekend. Jeez. Let's start with. It was awesome. Chiefs and. Bengals. It has me in a depression that there's no games this weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> because the weekend before was so great with the four games, well, and then last weekend, I, was, I didn't think it would live up, and it Al, did. I'm with you. I was talking with my former boss, your boss, Brian Long, yesterday, and I said, "I hate this. I love this time of year, but I hate it. We don't have any tomorrow, and then knowing we have one left, I fucking hate it." Well, yeah. and the, we always talk about this. Uh, Costa and I, when we did the show together, it was like, "Oh, here comes the depression." Oh yeah. my god, here it, it comes. It, it really does. It's a big, big letdown. This it, guy, it though, really he's is. so high and low with the NFL because you go week one of the NFL season, he already starts. It's going to end. I know. <laughs> I do. I do I every say, year. I go. I go, Ben, week one's gone. It's going too fast. I feel that way about college football, too. And so so when we have it all at the beginning, it's so great. Saturdays are full. The best. And and Monday night and Thursday night and Sunday. So great. And then... And especially this year. Especially this year, especially in this town, because it's like, we're here, Super Bowl, excited. Day after the Super Bowl. All right, let's talk baseball. No. Oh, wait. There is no baseball. You... Assholes. Who knows when there will be? I, I, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Good. 
<laughs> They're in charge. So, to your point, a couple weeks ago on the podcast, you said, you know, shouldn't they be jumping all over it right yes. now? Yes. With, with what they have seen has happened with the NFL excitement, the ga- you would think they would want to be that way. But, Get um, your name out there in yeah. some sort of mm-hmm. positive light. Right now, there's nothing because two sides are talking English but not understanding English. Good. I, you know, I, and people who are fans of the podcast who are diehard baseball fans, if you're angry, because I'm saying this, uh, me, um, I don't care. The, sh- <laughs> the, the shorter season, the better. I'm sorry. And everyone here is a fan of Fernando Tatis Jr. Everyone here is a fan of hey, Manny Machado. I, I love going to see our Padres. I, Nobody I, I, here is a fan of the Players Association nope. or the MLB. And no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of how freaking long the season is. I know. No, it's I boring. That's how I feel fun. about the NBA too. Yeah, both those who, seasons are way too long. That's right. The, that's such a good thing to bring up right now. Is that the NFL averaged what over 50 million viewers throughout oh those two games? Yeah. Right. Yep. When Massive. does baseball or basketball ever hit 15? No, I saw you tweeted that about 10 million or something, and somebody was Sh- like, stupid oh, Schaefer. Schaefer, 10 yeah. million. <laughs> look yeah, at, their, the look World at baseball's Series. World Whatever, Series but, viewership numbers. Yeah, it's just not even close. Like 11 maxed out the last World Series? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You guys, those two games on Sunday. Unbelievable. So good. I. Okay, so at at what point of the, I don't know, first four minutes of the game did you think, Oh fuck! The Chiefs are just going to oh yeah, like all shit the way up, all, all the way up until that half- halftime play. Yep. that play right before the half where yep. Patrick Mahomes waved off Andy Reid and mm. said, "No, nope, give it to me. We're going. I can do it." Yeah, dude. If they kick a field goal there, game over. Game over. Game over. If they kick yeah. a field goal there, yeah. and Andy Reid knew it. I, I'm telling you, there's there's something about Mahomes. There is a little farve in him where mm-hmm. you're like, dude. Don't get out over your skis. But what happened to him in the second half, though? His production between first half and second half. I mean, even if you look at his QB rating, it went yeah. from over 100, whatever it was, to like nine or something. I, I wonder mean, what was... halftime was like in that uh, locker because room. Because something happened. People they... say that he got into his own head after that play failed to end the half. And, and that... he was like, oh, if we would have kicked the field goal, we would have been in that good of mode. And then in the second half, you're like, all right, just don't make a mistake. And start, and we'll be okay. No, and they're chasing points. And they start chasing points. And he starts doing that. He stopped running. Mm-hmm. They stopped running the ball. And the Bengals just Joe Burrow was pass rush. Mine too. Right. And their defense kind of stepped up. Which, they did. And, and, and their O line too, which he really needed some time. He oh, didn't, my God. So. It was, it, it, I, you're looking at the game going, do Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes know that they are Andy Reid and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes? Yeah. Because I'm it, it, they nothing to Tyreek Hill until the, what, the interception? Yep. Yeah. I was absolutely stunned. Same. Stunned. And the reason I was a little bummed uh, and I'm going to put my name on it here right now, I think the Rams are going to crush Mm-mm. the Bengals. I disagree. I, I disagree. The, too. I think the balloon pops. I think it's going to be an awesome game, and no. I think the Bengals win. Actually, I think we're going to get another blowout. Yep. No, I, I don't think so. so I I'm not saying Joe Burrow's not getting b- blown out ever. I okay. think I think it's going to be close. Like okay, so you think a blowout Bengals? You no, think, I don't think it's going to be a blowout Bengals. I think it's going to be a hell of a Rams game. Are gonna Do you want to take a break for butter? <laughs> but I no, also I think. I she's nudging me like excuse me. She's like Allison. I'm here. Sorry, sorry. I love her. Close game. I give the edge to Joe Burrow over Matthew Stafford. See, and I give it to the Rams. I don't know if I give it to 
Matthew Stafford necessarily, but that defense, I think, is... That defensive line is going to feast. He's been feasted on already. He has been. The Titans have just as good a defensive line the Rams do, and they ate nine freaking sacks in that game. the other thing you got to say about the Bengals is that, I mean, they were behind. I mean, I guess it was only 21 to 10 at half, but I don't know. The best thing I heard all week about the Bengals was Steve Hartman said it on Monday show right after it was over. He was like, they found they don't understand that they shouldn't be here right now. Oh, it's it's all house money. They're too dumb. Like they are too inexperienced to know that this isn't supposed to be happening already. I totally agree. Joe Burrow's confidence is so high (laughs) that he doesn't even know what it's like to lose at this point. He's going to find out next Sunday. No, he's not. They're going to get crushed. I saw the greatest picture of Joe Burrow's dad and uh, that guy Chase. His teammate from LSU. Jamar Chase. Smoking yeah, cigars Chase. out front Smoking cigars. after the game. Yeah, it was so cute. Oh. I loved it. I, Ignorance no. is bliss, dude. They don't know that they're not supposed to be there. See, and there's there's part of me that wants the Bengals to win because, because you can say, it goes back to the Spanos family, the effing Bengals <laughs> right? went from the Bungles us being the Bungles and just absolutely being dog shit for how long? To getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it before you guys got to another <laughs> one. Yeah. Or there's also that the Rams winning and Cronky. That's what I think. Whose house? But does oh, it actually yeah. I don't know that it buries the Chargers. I think oh, it gives I think it, I think it gives LA and football a little bit of life. I, I think that I think that that's what it does. I think for like young kids, anybody like that, yeah. they're all gonna be jumping on the Rams bandwagon. Did we may discuss this last week. I, I Refresh my memory because I'm getting old and senile. <laughs> um, does are you surprised that the vitriol, not from San Diego fans of the Chargers, but from football fans in LA towards the Chargers, the get the f out of here? We never wanted you. It's just it's weird. It's awkward. It's clunky. Everything about it is strange. The fact that the Chargers are there, like no one understands why. No, you know Did what you I mean. See the picture of Pink's hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blue that was gold hilarious. For the- <laughs> about a full complete one eighty there. Yeah, so funny. Oh, sorry, Chargers. It's awesome. Oh, we're for you it's, now. Like, yeah. uh, like it kind of feels like the Rams belong there at this point, right? Like, of course they belong like, there. Especially like they've done everything right. They brought in the yeah. OBJ. They brought in Von Miller. They bring in a hundred percent. You know, it makes sense that the Rams are there. And then there's the other team. You get, you're like, oh my God, you're still here? What yeah. What, what do you... A little mat aren't on the you, shoulder. Like, isn't your stadium in San Diego supposed to be done this year? Aren't you going back? And you know what's shitty is they have Justin Herbert. And it's someone that universally you can root for the guy. He's But it's awesome. still, it's like, what's happening? What You're still here? Well, I, I you know, and I, I realized that Herbert's Oh, the... Butters farted. Oh, she did? Good girl. I can smell it. She's perfect. She is. Or Costa farted. No, it's not. <laughs> Herbert will be Herbert will be going into his third year of his rookie deal. Yep. Okay. It you're I'm almost at the mindset like, dude, just do your time. Don't sign an F in extension. No, he can't. Play great and then just get the F out. Do you see him doing that though? No, of course I not. I see him being the bigger man and being like, No, I'm gonna fix this. But it's it, it's not fixable. We know that. Unless but he just sees that he can go to a better system, family ownership. Hey, Niners, yeah, I would love to have him. I would seriously. also love to have Burrow. I maybe imagine Justin Herbert is a stealer. Oh my god, <laughs> terrifying! Like in the best way. Yeah, the NFL is better when the Steelers are good. Justin Herbert with the mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. 
Aaron Rodgers with the Tennessee Aaron Titans. Aaron Rodgers with the Tennessee Titans. Okay, so the the Chief game stunned. Yeah, I, was I literally was just – and then when he threw that interception, uh, I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's, He is human. I wonder if there's a little Dan Marino in him. That too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I wonder point. if it's a little – because at some point, like this whole money crunching that the Chiefs have done where somehow they're able to keep all these people, it's going to run out, right? It's going to run out with the Rams yeah. too. Yeah. But this it's not feasible long term when you already signed him to that contract. It's not feasible to keep Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. It's like what the Cowboys are facing this year, too, yeah. with that oh big contract God. for Dak. They're having to let go of Mari Cooper, yeah. uh, a couple other people. They yeah. are not. They announced today they're not going to be able to keep them. But no. you know like the why the Patriots were able to have a dynasty? It's because Tom Brady took less Restructured money. Like, there's, the no way, there's no way that ever happens if Tom Brady is making Patrick Mahomes money or top-of-the-league money in terms of quarterback. Yeah. It doesn't work long-term. That's the point of the salary cap. That's why this is such a competitive league. The Patriots broke the system. Now moving forward, you got the Rams who are in financial hell for years. Well, but but okay, but here's the thing: they went chips all into the middle of the table for this season. But what does that mean for the future? Like, if you're Stan Kroenke, you're thinking, yeah, right now this is working great. But Rams a, house, a Super Bowl buys you a couple of years. Of but does recent. it buy you a decade? No, it won't buy you a decade. But that's it, what it's going to well, take. Because no, they're not even going to have. I mean, Matthew Stafford's not going to be around a decade. No. That's what I'm saying, though, and they can't restock what the if pond. Joe Burrow goes to the Rams. That's not happening. Joe I mean, Burrow's going to be I a mean, Bengal for uh, life. I mean, Herbert. That I mean, would. Herbert. I, I could get behind that in that a heartbeat. Would be amazing. Jesus Christ! I don't even have to move my locker. This is great. <laughs> no, but, but uh, winning a Super Bowl buys you a couple years of of having a less than par season, because you can always say, "Hey, hey, Rams fans, look what we gave you. You got to give us a little patience." But now. Then you have to tank. That's the only way you can rebuild because they don't have a number one draft pick until 24, so 25. Cronky pay McVay to lose games? I mean, oh, boy. A whole does, does that go on in the NFL? That's a very good point that you're bringing that up because that was the one thing that I was sort of bummed about. All the really hard NFL news that was going on this week. I mean, Tom Brady retired, which that's fine, but the stuff about paying people it's the easy the, route and the lawsuits it was oh like my God. it's a lot easier to talk about that than racism you know what stuff. i mean it's a lot easier to talk about a hundred thousand dollar bribe for every loss than the fact that the nfl has one black head coach it's oh, real yeah, easy to sure. talk about bribery it's real hard to talk about racism yeah absolutely <sighs> and it's but it, i mean it just kind of felt a little deflating after such great yeah. games and you get the tom brady story it's like there was a lot of nfl meat on the bone this week mm-hmm. and for that to be the main topic of the week so Woof. who's you have elway's coming out and saying i wasn't drunk liar shit. i was liar. disheveled because i was on a plane okay, all yeah. night. how since the three of us have kind of been in this industry for a little bit how many stories have we heard when the mics are not on about what john elway does i've oh. heard a lot he's a booze hound yeah he is an alcohol i'm not gonna say he's an alcoholic he is a party animal yeah he is and he th- yeah. does it shock anyone in the slightest just, that he would show up no. off his private jet no. wasted hungover no and the thing is if you just look at him yeah yeah you can kind of tell when somebody's a super heavy drinker yeah you yeah. can kind of see it in his face. He's pretty weathered. <laughs> so he's come out and said, patently false. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying. We had a great five-hour interview. Giants, <laughs> the Giants <laughs> are saying Brian Flores is full of shit. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, is saying, I will defend my honor and my character. Um, now Bill Belichick's roped in because of the text exchange with who he thought was Brian Dable and not Brian Flores. So that cat's out of the bag. Or there's another layer to that, and he knew he was texting Brian Flores, and whoever from the Giants just texted him and said, hey, we got Brian. 
Brian's going to be our next head coach. In in Belichick's mind, he immediately went to, oh, Flores is probably the better candidate. Uh, I I could also see a scenario where Deflategate is still stinging Bill. And he did it on purpose. And yeah. this is an F you to Goodell. Yeah. And if I was Tom Brady, I would have waited until either Saturday night before the Super Bowl <laughs> or literally three hours before kickoff <laughs> to yes. say, hey, hey guys, I'm retiring. I would have... Because you know how the NFL hates that? Oh, yeah. I would have done that in a heartbeat. But Tom's got too much class. Um, Is he going to go retire as a Patriot? There yeah. was yeah. a rumor that he was He's going to, but then the I never... Well, He's going okay. to one day. I, I did, no blue check marks put that out there, but I did see it all over Twitter. I did, too, but I, I said but one then year, I never I saw one day. It, I never saw it official, and so I was wondering, is he actually going to do that? Because that, well, if, I don't know. if he's not... That Instagram post was weird. Oh, it was weird anyways. I think it's weird. It, even so my my PR brain, I would have said to if he said, oh, I'm going to go do that like as a surprise. Well, that post lives in yeah. forever. Per- perpetuity. Like it's there. What are people going to remember? So he should have put one final line like, and to New England. I'll see you soon. Yes. Stand by. Yeah. T- stay tuned. So is, is. See you soon. Something. Is, something. Is Belichick at the press conference? Oh, hell yeah. I don't think there. There's love lost, obviously. Just go back and read that Seth Wickersham audio or article from a few years ago. Yeah, there's not that much love lost. He still called him the best player ever the other day. He's yeah. still like, there's still love there. Tom Brady. Openly Neither guy talks is about, where they are without the the right. other. And Tom still talks about Robert Kraft, like it's the father son relationship. It's it's there. He's gonna do something for the Patriots. It was weird as hell that he didn't mention it, them in it that post. Should have something should have been at the very end of that post because he thanked basically the. You know, I don't know street sweepers of Tampa. Yeah. I mean, he thanked everyone. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but we were on air when all this came down, and I'm pretty sure I was the first person to point out that he didn't mention the Patriots. And then ten minutes later, it was all over everything. Wow, it was really odd. You know what? Greatest quarterback, yeah, ever. Probably not the best player. No, and, no. and not people, the most athletic. No. When people no. say, "Oh, he's so, no. such an out," I'm like, he wasn't no. really that athletic. <laughs> you got it. Mean, you know, and you is, but. Greatest quarterback of all time. And there ten Super Bowls, seven wins, never were ever, ever, ever be duplicated again. I it, can name it, ten quarterbacks right now off the top of my head that were better. Well, yeah. I you're right. Better athletically, better arms, better he just had it all together. Yeah. You can never you can never quantify the greatest football player ever. Now a lot of people say it's Jim Brown. Yeah, some people will say, "Let's go even further back." Jim Thorpe, who was Otto Graham, gets a lot of love. Otto Graham, Sammy Baugh, who was a punter, place kicker, quarterback, did a bunch of stuff. But then again, it's like, wait, Costa, you're talking about someone who played like in the 1930s versus somebody who's playing now. So it's you'll never be able to arrive at who is the greatest football player ever. Do you put Tom Brady though on the Mount Everest of? The four greatest football players ever? You kind of have to. Right? I would. You kind of have to because of everything. But if you're talking talent, like pure talent, he's not close. Uh, he might not be on the top 50. Pure, wait, pure athletic ability? No, because pure, pure talent at the quarterback position. Like arm but, talent. Well, yeah. I mean, people have stronger arms. It's really hard, I think, like it's you said, so to hard. quantify who's the best ever to play yeah. the game. Like Everybody plays a different position. You have different pieces around you. You have a different coaching staff, a different trainer, right? a different diet and, and mindset like Tom has. So it's all... Well, that's it. And you have... You've got, again, like guys who were playing... Like Bart Starr, who took 
the Packers to two championships before they started calling it the Super Bowl. You look at Bart Starr. Did he work out and have like hyperbolic chambers and avocado <laughs> avocado ice cream like Tom right. Brady? Right. right. No. But so it's just you'll never you'll never be able they didn't to even know what a diet plan was back then. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> Beer and cigarettes. Yeah. I so, have a Super Bowl trivia question for you guys. Me. Ready? He'll know it. I won't. Which college has produced I wrote this down the other day for you guys. Which college has produced the most quarterbacks who have started in the Super Bowl? I bet you guys don't. The know. most. Oh wait, most Super Bowl starts or most most players? Which produce the most quarterbacks who have started in the Super so Bowl? So individual quarterbacks, not necessarily Super Bowl starts. I think it is Alabama, isn't it? It is not. Because it would have been Michigan if you're going off of the number, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Which college has produced the most quarterbacks who have started in a Super Bowl? I, I, it'd be a shot in the dark for you, me. You guys won't get it. I'm just going to say Western Kentucky. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't even think it's going to be on your radar. All right, tell us. I'm overlooking at this eyes up in the corner like he's mysteriously thinking and he's in deep thought. Tell me when you're Tell me when you say uncle. Uncle. <laughs> he's not saying it. Theismann in Montana went to Notre Dame. It's not going to be Notre Dame. It's not UCLA. It's not it's not Bama. In Bama, you've got Joe Namath. You've got Kenny Stabler. Stanford, you've got Jim Plunkett. Elway from Stanford. Is it freaking Stanford? Nope. Ooh, Tell no. us. It's my Golden Bears. Cal? Yes. Hold on. Okay, hold, wait, stop. Now stop, tell stop, me who stop. they are. Rogers. Aaron yep. Rogers. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Okay. And, uh, one of them you should know. He's your quarterback. Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, I got <laughs> He confused. went to Fresno State. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. He never also mind. never been to a Super Bowl. Never, sorry, I know. I, okay, I, let sorry, me, I lost my mind. Wait, hold on. Okay, so let me, let me, my mind let me start at Super Bowls 1 and 2 with Star. Namath was 3. Lenny Dawson was 4 from Purdue. Number 5 was... Uh, all right, pause the podcast right now if you're listening. <laughs> Tweet us your answers and then... All right, Johnny Unitas went to Louisville... Bob Greasy went to Purdue. Oh my God, are we going to go through all 50? This is what he does. <laughs> Jerry Bradshaw you, you open this door. I want you to know that. You don't mess with Costa Super Bowl history, okay? Cow. Oh, Joe Cap. Yes. Shit. So you have Aaron Rodgers. Never heard Joe of him. Cap. Joe Cap, Super Bowl Four. Engine Joe Cap. Uh, what I, where I got my brain confused. Why the hell would I know who was who in Super Bowl Four? Used to be the quarterback of the Rams. That's where, where I was getting. Kurt Warner didn't go to. Did he go to Cal? That's, I'm not talking about Kurt Warner. He's talking. Who was the quarterback of the Rams before Matt Stafford? <laughs> Jared Goff? Yes. He went to Cal? Yes, he did. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. I forget. Yes, he did. With the Rams, you morons. And who's the fourth? Do you know? You won't, probably won't get the fourth one. No, Tell I've us. got. Hold on. I've got to get the fourth. Damn He's got to go through. This is like it's, asking. You, you won't have to go very far. This is asking a fourth it's grader to freaking old. go to uh, name all the states, all the capitals. They're just going to go through them all. And is then it it's going to get Morton? stuck. Yes. Craig Morton with the Denver Broncos. Yes. Super Bowl Holy yes. shit. Super Bowl 12. That was a good trivia, huh? Did That's you guys like great. It? So you. they have the most? Yes. Who have started most quarterbacks who have started a Super Bowl? Can we keep this going on trivia because this is fun and I have. We one. should do a trivia every. every I love it. Every I got a good episode. one. How did trivia. you're gonna know? So shut up. Okay. How did Disney or not Disney? How did ESPN? No. <laughs> he doesn't know the question. Hang on. No. How did Disney get the rights back to Oswald the Rabbit, or is it Oswald the? You don't know this either. 
I think it's Oswald R- Rabbit. It's the when you first walk into California Adventure, you yeah, see the, okay. That, so Disney got the rights back old school from NBC Universal. How'd they do it? Is this a sports question? Yep. So I, think I, about I, it: ESPN, Disney, NBC Universal. Universal got the rights from Walt Disney. How did ESPN Disney get them back? Give them lifetime Broadcast Super Bowl tickets or, or Al Michaels. Oh, you're shitting me. That was in the Al Michaels deal? Yep. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> funny. That's awesome. That's funny. I, really? That's, you know, I can't be believe honest, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow, really? that's funny. Mm-hmm. That is a funny trivia. They had to trade for Al Michaels to get him for oh, shit, Sunday Night it. Football. From, that's awesome. From NBC Universal. So to MB- ESPN. So uh, Disney, ABC, the whole corporation said, well, we want, if you're taking Al from us, we, yeah. want, we want Oswald the Rabbit back. That's pretty awesome. Had no idea. Good so for you. wait, so he was question. going back to ESPN. No, he, he was, was going to going NBC. to NBC. Got it. They wanted okay, him to do it. Sunday Night Football. Got it. Okay, but they wow. said that you have to give us mm-hmm. the rabbit back. Oh, What's that's because that? they were going to hold on to Al Michaels forever. Oh, absolutely. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Anyone, <laughs> Ali or Mike, you got a weird one? <laughs> um, where did the name Super Bowl come from? Well, Mister Super had a really big <laughs> toilet bowl. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you're not even close, Allie. I, I don't know. I, I, no idea. Super Bowl. It, it must have been played. Was it played in something that looks like a bowl? Couldn't be the Rose Bowl. The Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> what what other bowl? The Santa Barbara Bowl. I don't know. That's a great I, place to see I a saw concert, James by the Brown way. There That's a at the Santa really, Barbara Bowl. Did you really? Oh yeah. That's a really good place to see. A what concert. you got? I saw Brother Osborne there. Who owned the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. The Hunt family still does. That's right. Um, his daughter was playing with a Super Ball. Oh my God! Do you guys remember Super Bowl? Oh yeah. Okay. You get in little quarter machines at yeah. arcades and stuff, and because the first two games of the what we now call the Super Bowl were the AFL NFL championships. Right. Packers beat the Chiefs. Packers beat the Raiders. When the Jeffs, the Jeffs, the Jets playing the Colts in Super Bowl three was the first time they were called it Super Bowl. He said, "God, we should call it." It's it's bigger than a college bowl game. Right. And he was like, "Hey, bring that over here." He goes, "What about Super Bowl?" And everyone's all like, "Yep, yep. boom!" Awesome. And now it's a Super multi-billion dollar thing. Um, what I was I, I was talking to Hartman this morning, and I was like, "You know what I would like really sit down and listen to for three hours is you and Costa going through the ownership families of the NFL from the ones that started with the NFL, like the Hunts." Oh yeah. Um, Rooney's and given the history of Maris. it, because oh, there's yeah. no two guys on this planet that I know who know it better than the two of you. That'd be fun. It's and it's it, you're hitting a niche audience, yeah. But the ones who would love it would love it, and yeah. I would eat it up. You know, it's 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 again, and it goes back to what we're talking about with the Brian Flores lawsuit and things like that. If in fact Ross, who owns the Dolphins, Jimmy Haslam, who owns the Browns, because Hugh Jackson came out right. and said, "Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. gave me money to tank." If that is the truth, then the NFL overnight becomes pro wrestling. It really does. And You're I, right. It, it, because what it, what is the NFL based on right now? Parody. Parody, gambling, and fantasy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if they have these big, beautiful MG, Bet MGM and Caesars Palace commercials every game. Mm-hmm. And if you're, and if the, if fans are going to find out, wait a second, this is not on the up and up. 
The, okay, here's my question They're about They're screwed. Well, this is what I don't understand. I can see an, a, a GM or an owner or whatever saying, I could actually see them saying that to a coach. Yeah. What I don't understand is then how does the coach translate that to his players? Okay, guys, don't play your hardest. I don't know one. I, I can't imagine that there's a football player knowing that could be his last game if he gets hurt or 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 is on a shitty team and doesn't care. I can't Great imagine layer. any of them wanting to say, I'm just going to fall down here. 100%. Because I, I, I don't... Oh, I mean, oh, I'm not going to catch this ball because my coach will get a hundred grand. I'm sorry, I no, don't I, see well, the players participating. I don't think I don't think the head coach. The t- it's too hard what they do. You're right. What you're saying is would not happen. Which but, is why, if you're a player now and you find out that I was on that team with the Dolphins, I'm turning around and I'm, I'm suing. suing. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I put my body but on the line. Brian Flores controls what plays are being called. Dreamed about being there your whole life, and yeah. now you don't yeah. get to. Yeah, I get that. They they. I get so that. So he would the not. Play calling. Brian Flores would not go. Hey, Tua. Just interception. Let's here. just hand the ball off. We're not going to throw it, okay? Because that's it's like what the we're tr- where I'm at. He goes. I've got. Clauses in my contract right. that if I throw a certain number of yards or we win a certain number of games, I get a bonus. F you. To your point about players going, wait a second, what did I run all those sprints for in summertime? Or I could go tear my ACL f- on the next play. Yeah. yeah. Or what did I play five years of college for, or yes. four years, or three, or however long when they came out, the- and and all my life before that, and all the training and the like, and to get my dream of my name being called and getting a contract, like I I don't get it. I don't. I guess I see what you're saying that the coach then would call plays that would yeah. not be successful, yeah. but I still I feel like players would catch on to that. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, maybe they did. I don't know. And and maybe as the story unfolds, I think this is going to be so incredibly ugly. And and I oh, think yeah. that them throwing basically they're throwing games. If that comes out, you're I, I would not be surprised if the other owners step in and say Haslam, Ross well, the, the Broncos are going to be sold, so it doesn't matter, but you're giving up your franchises. So you're the selling. argument, well, the reason this came up that I said you and Steve should do this podcast is yeah. because I was talking about, and Costa, you're a gardener, you need new life added to keep everything going. Yes, you do. And the fact that there are families who have owned the same team right. for now six generations. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a mistake. Because, A, the person that bought the team is no longer alive. No. B, now you have dumbasses like Dean Spanos running a multi-billion dollar organization, not running it well, Yeah. and could you not see Dean being one of the people that was mixed up, he's probably not smart enough to, by the way, mm-hmm. but being mixed up in some yeah. shady shit, or mm-hmm. taking money to lose, or, like, there's reasons that certain teams have never gotten to the Super Bowl, and if this is one of those reasons, yeah. the NFL is fucked. I, there, I, I find nothing wrong with you said, Allison, I find nothing wrong with what you said, and to me, though, unless unless the NFL steps into the Bolin family and says you have to sell to a black ownership group, which you can't because it's it's a private, private enterprise. It's a private enterprise. Can't do it. I I do not see how the non-black head coach problem is rectified. Well, it's starting to be. And uh, Jim Trotter, who we've talked a lot about just in the hour leading up to this podcast, 
He's quickly becoming one of my favorite followers on Twitter, and he always has been. But have you noticed what's happening in the front offices of NFL teams? Yes. Yeah. The, the Vikings. What are we up? And yeah. The Bears. Yep. We're both? up to what? Yeah. I think seven NFL GMs, GMs. who are black. Yeah. And that's where change starts. <laughs> you can't just plug a coach into a situation. They're going to get fired in three years. Coaches get fired all the time. Mm-hmm. But the ownership and the owner. That's the biggest issue. Is the. I know, I'm, I know if I'm owning a football team. I'm having a say in all the decisions yep. that are made. I mean, I'm going to give my my general manager and my head coach obviously bandwidth, but if 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 they're hiring a guy just because he's black, I'm saying, wait a second, is he qualified, or are we just trying to be a virtue signaler here? Right, that type of thing. Now, which is also insulting to the coach, by the way. <laughs> God. Like extremely insane. Dennis Green for the longest time was the token interview once the Rooney Rule came out. I and I'm I I I'd be I'd love to know how many freaking frequent flyer miles he accumulated by jotting across the country to interview with people just so they could check the box. There there are so many men of color out there who are ready to be head coaches. They all can't suck. Yeah. Okay. Right. Eric Bannemi. What's up with that guy? He can't, he's interviewed everywhere and he's one of the best coaches is, in the okay, NFL. Is Eric Bannemi then just a bad interview? Because think look, think about the offense that he's part of in Kansas City. <laughs> you wouldn't want that on your team? It's it's bizarre to me. And I the biggest issue here is the fact that there's one black head coach. No matter how you spin it. Which the believe me, the media has tried real hard this week to spin it and make it only about the bribery thing, right? right. Oh yeah. And also, mm-hmm. which I called on Monday or Tuesday when this came out. Yeah, it came out right after the Brady retirement. The bigger issue here is not the bribery thing. That's bad. But what's the easiest thing for you to go at, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. How hard is it to sit in front of a microphone for three hours on a radio show and talk about racism? It's not a fun topic to talk about. No. It's obvious what's happening. Right. <laughs> it's well, ridiculous. It, but it's it's because the rest of the world is talking about it, but in a different right. arena. But I, I, but I, it's just so hard. It is really hard for me to wrap my brain around it. And, and I know it's because I'm, you know, I don't live that reality. I understand that. But I don't, I don't get how if you have a... a black coach interviewing and a white coach interviewing and the black coach is better that you choose the white guy. I, I Why? I don't understand it. Guys like I, Mike McCarthy still have a job. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, and I, have, I have said this since almost day one. There's one coach in the NFL who I would give a blank check to if he became available and I was an owner, and it's Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I would take... Do you know he's never had a losing season in Pittsburgh? I would take Mike Tomlin on his own... He's spectacular. write your contract. Yep. I'll sign it. But there's plenty of others just like him. Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Todd Bowles. Well, Todd Bowles was on the Jets. And, That's and not his fault. Brian Flores. He did a great job with the Dolphins. I, I don't even get why they fired him. Yeah, it's it's... Unless, unless it has something to do with the bribery thing, and mm-hmm. he either wasn't doing it, or he was ready to say, "I'm blowing the whistle." I'm going to tell what you did, and so they fired him. There's something more there because when they oh, yeah. fired him, everybody was like, "What?" But NFL, stop with the, um, the the stop with the commercials in the PSAs <laughs> and the end the, racism and and printed racism. in the end zone of the game. Get that shit off the end mm-hmm. zone because how many how many people. 
within an NFL franchise. When the camera's on, when the microphone's on, yeah, we have to do a much better job, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then everything's Mm -hmm. off. They turn and say to their inner sanctum. Jerry Jones said it this week. They say to their inner sanctum, I'm never hiring a black guy. Yeah. We'll just wait till the emails come out. Oh, my God. Because in findings, that's what's going to happen. Even though the players, you know, what's the percentage of African Americans playing? 78. Is that is that what it is? I think that's is the number. Yeah. I, that, I was probably right because I asked this question in my house the other day, and I think yeah. Ben said, my Ben said around the same number. And I think that that's a good point. <laughs> like, you're making all your money off these guys on the field. Right. Like, <clears throat> right. I don't know. You know, it's, it's funny, too, because when all the George Floyd stuff was happening, you know, you, if you're a white head coach, you don't walk in the room with, what is it, 78%? Yeah. Black men uh-huh. in your locker room and say, "Man, I know what you guys are going through." Right, man, I have walked that walk. <laughs> you have no clue. No, you don't. Oh, okay. hey, sorry. This is going to totally derail this conversation. Go ahead. Um, we were talking about Radio Row earlier. Yeah, just got some of the names being made available. Oh, can't wait. Tune in. Diplo, who? <laughs> the EDM artist. Yeah. Oh, great. Guy named Kicks Brooks. Oh, sweet. Country superstar. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Okay. Taking superstar pretty lightly. Though. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Oh, uh, how about this? Um, L.A. L.A. Kent, a Bravo liberty on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, this is awful. I would like to announce at 341 <laughs> on February 4th. Oh, here we go. Rich Eisen's wife, Susie, oh, Susie Schuster. Susie Schuster is nails. Is she awesome? Yeah. She's... Oh, my God. Remember that terrible comedian we had on two years ago? Kostaki Economolopoulos. Oh my God! Is that guy Shmoo or Shway or what? What's that guy's name? <gasps> oh my God! I have to find that guy's name that we had. I oh. have so much fun going through this list. That's terrible. You got Diplo, huh? Diplo. <laughs> I just like to announce that officially, Radio Row is dead. Now that all changes if um, they put someone cool up. Yeah. When when you start hearing Jim Rome refer to it as. The uh, no. I remember one year we were there and he had his big his big stage his way stage up right up, yeah, yeah and else's. when he'd get up to go to the bathroom he would have a bodyguard go with him mm-hmm. and this is before he has a guard at the stairs that go up the stairs to the stage this is before they allowed people to come in and walk around and view Radio Row mm-hmm. so this was just radio people yep. and TV people. And I remember Stephen A. Smith does I, the same thing. I, he has a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I I remember. Oh, I remember. I think I was doing it with Dave and Jeff, and we we all watched Rome with his bodyguard go to the bathroom. Who and cares I said, about you that much? "Is is he going to get assaulted by a, somebody else in the media? <laughs> yeah. Is that what?" I, God, I mean, he's so done a pretty good job pissing people off, yours truly included. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's must uh, listen radio of Diplo. What whatever the, the hell you funny, call it? I've been um, helping out with Darren and Marty's show the last couple of weeks uh, while they're looking for their new producer. And <laughs> today, something about honesty came up in Radio Row, and it was some sort of thing. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, "Oh, it was the it's the honesty like that you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, right? You have to sign something." I said, oh, yeah, sports sports radio, the breeding ground for honesty. <laughs> That's what we're all about here. Golly, I've been in this industry for three years. You know how many times I've been lied to to my face? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, daily. But yeah, just, it's you know, not that. All you, yeah. It's like, it's a thrill when you go the first time. And it, I will say that. 
But it is cool. You like, can turn to every effing sports station in America and hear the same. You're going to hear the same freaking interview. That's why if I was a program director, I'd be like, I would send my producer. By the way, program directors are they're over it. Yeah, oh, good. I, I I, I'm telling you. I don't get it's, why it's anymore, why it's not just the two cities who are in it. Yeah. The, ho- the host city would have media there. That happens to be one and of the same And that's who gets the guests when... anyways, by the way, is the flagship stations who should be there. Yeah, right. And I think Ugh. I think beyond that, what maybe maybe a couple of the you know, final, you know, yeah. divisional round teams that didn't win, like uh, but beyond that, like, does for a TV, radio station from North Dakota need to be there? No. Hey, like, what for? That's or from I... from Miami this year? Why? <laughs> when, when our program director Brian Long came to us first, when I was with Hartman and then with Judd, <laughs> no thanks. And he would say, "Do you guys want to go to soup?" I go, "Nope, nope." And he'd say, and he would say, he'd be like, "Great." He goes, Are "You sure?" But I go, "Nope." I. I've been well, doing that. Like this industry, we all know, is not as strong as it once was, right? No. And if you're looking to cut costs at every corner, Fuck. why are you spending 15 grand sending three shows? Thank you. Out there? And I and I said, Brian, send Ben out, send Ben out there with a setup at a table, mm-hmm. and just say, dude, book us guests. Yeah. We don't want the Jareds of the world. I don't want the Diplos of the world. If somebody big comes along, great. Otherwise. Everybody is asking the same questions. Everybody is interviewing the same person, and I, I was thankful that Belong was as cool he was as he was, and said, "Hey, you're saving the company money. No worries. You don't got to go." By the way, it's fake, anyways. Every interview you hear is mm-hmm. lip service. It's it's. Uh... Yeah. So I'm super excited to go next week. I know it's gonna <laughs> be awesome. <laughs> well, I think I mean some of, some of the storylines with the Rams, especially. <laughs> When you think about Eric <laughs> Weddle, hear this and go, "Oh yeah, Ben, I need to talk to you." <laughs> no, he, he did that show with, with that me. asshole who used to work here. <laughs> he oh agrees with me. He he also thinks it's dumb we're going. Uh, you mentioned Jim Trotter, and he had an incident love that guy. on uh, on Twitter. Explain what the tweet was to Jim. Jim <laughs> Jim retweeted a screenshot. No, right? he he yeah. took his own screenshot of an email that was sent to him. The, oh, it was an email. Sorry, yeah. Allie, go ahead. Do you have it? It yeah. said, I'm sorry, I should have pulled it up. Sorry. It said, um, basically, uh, looking for Junior Seau. Was yeah, the was like, I'm trying line. to get in touch with him. Yeah, and then the email basically said, I'm trying to get in touch with, hey, Jim, trying to reach Junior Seau for, and it wasn't, it was a something he was writing about yep. concussion in the or something. No, it was, a, it was a, a million dollar donation, I believe, made from like Junior's. Not his charity, his, uh, his foundation. Yeah, right? so here I have the email. I'm just, <laughs> good morning, Mr. Trotter. I'm trying to reach Junior Seau to hear what he thinks of the NFL donating one billion dollars towards the cannabis industry oh, to study the impact of cannaboid cannab- cannaboids. Yeah, on treating pain management. Please give me a call at your earliest convenience. Best regards, Chris something. Right. And Jim was good enough to block to yeah. scribble over he that. Scribbled so it over, and it. then he tweeted it and said, "Young something about young journalists." He, he specifically said "young" though, because that kind right. of caught my eye. And then uh, that guy sent Jim another email and said, "What's the problem, Jim? I've been doing this for over thirty years. <laughs> I prefer to do my own interviews rather than rely on Google." Best regards, Chris something. And then another one when Jim told him. I apologize. I'm primarily a basketball writer. I did not know what happened to Junior. I was unaware. So this guy works for Kevin Durant's website. But he never thought to himself, I can Google it. Google this information. Like, no kidding. How about like, 
this is going to sound a little insensitive, but this was one of the most heavily publicized athlete deaths of all time. It for sure was. And it has launched the concussion research into a different stratosphere. And Jim was a good friend of, of Junior Seau. Yeah. It was, well, I just felt like people just, it, it, it showed to me such extreme laziness. Extreme laziness, like, but extreme professionalism. On Jim's part, because he could have just drugged this guy. Oh, he could have added him. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it could have gone a lot worse for this guy. Cross out his name. Yeah, but there's he left enough there. If you wanted to dig and find out who this guy is, you could because he works for Kevin Durant's website. His first name's Chris. How many? I I mean, come on. But I, that is a good lesson, and it's something I learned pretty early on in journalism. I mean, and mine was as simple as I use the black book. I texted somebody. They're like, "Oh yeah, I got fired last year from that newspaper." Yeah, and the guy got kind of pissed at me, and I was like, I probably deserve that. I should have t- Googled your Twitter. You know what? But I didn't think someone was alive who's been dead for... <laughs> how long has Junior been that. passed away? Oh, God. I th- Eight, nine years now? Yeah. <laughs> um, not long enough for you to get that confused. No. Well, no, just the magnitude of it, period. Yeah. You know? Terrible. What do you... Go ahead. Nope. I was... Nope. Um, Can we shit on Phil I was, Nicholson? I was going to say, oh, what, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. speaking of stupid moves... So there's there's uh, there's this proposed <laughs> this professional. All right, go- explain. Is it a professional a professional tour or is it just playing golf in Saudi Arabia? Uh, it's a professional tour. It's the Asian tour. Um, Greg Norman, is that his name? Yes, mm-hmm. Greg Norman is your commissioner. Yeah, and he has figured out a way to put three hundred million dollars into backing this the Asian tour that is going to rival quote unquote the PGA tour. Now. I have a little bit of insight on this. I'm not I can't go too far. I'm definitely not going to name anybody, but I have a buddy who is high up in the world of golf. I had dinner with him right before the US Open at Torrey Pines. Like the day before that started. Okay. And this the Asian League had not been public yet. Whatever. This guy was telling me that there's this group of Saudis who are the worst people on the planet, literally murderers, Mm -hmm. human rights, like there's lawsuits levied against them that are worth millions of dollars. These two guys are trying to clean up their image. They're trying to get into the game of golf. They want the Rolex advertisements. They want the clean, spiffy. Wait, they They want to clean up their own image as being, having harbored terrorists, uh, eye for an eye sort of law. Mm. Like when, you know, uh, Women are children. You know, it's the game of golf. These are terrible people. Okay, first and foremost, they're also some of the richest people on the planet. Are they they, members of the royal family? I don't know. Okay, we don't. I don't think we know who they are. I'm sure a Google search could be. Anyways, these two guys, this group of guys who are Saudis, are trying to start this league. Greg Norman has partnered with them. He's gotten three hundred million dollars worth of it to start it. Apparently, now this is not public information. The Saudis have offered, and this is all rumors, millions of dollars to PGA Tour players to talk shit about the PGA. Are we all going to be killed tonight Maybe. in our sleep? I think there was something at the very Maybe. beginning of this podcast a year, a year ago when we... Oh, there yeah. was something else we all thought we were going to be killed over. Maybe. Um, really? That's... And TikTok. it sounds like Phil's the first one to take the bait. I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah, if more people start to do well, it. Phil's a gambler. Yeah, I feel just hook line and say, yeah, I'll yeah. hop into bed with bloodthirsty murderers. Oh, come totally, on, totally. extra bucks on my side. There are a lot well, of the, stories about Phil Mickelson. The rumor in this town. Oh, the rumor for the longest time guy. was he switched to Callaway because Callaway was going to cover a massive, gambling massive debt. gambling debt. Yeah, There's yeah. also uh, some infidelity things. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, 
and also n- not infidelity that she participated in too. Yeah. About awesome. possibly having a free lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. swapping mm-hmm. and yeah. swinging. Yeah. Those, and have, those, those have been the rumors been for forever. the longest time. Phil's not a good dude. Well, come at me, Phil. You want to come on the pod? So, <laughs> fi- yeah, now. Phil. Phil's calling the PGA Tour greedy. <laughs> yeah, eight hundred million dollar man. Yeah. yeah. He also said he wasn't going to live in California anymore at one point, right? Because yeah. the taxes taxes were greedy. Here's so. the thing, you. You can go over to the Asian tour or wherever it's going to be, wherever you're going to play your games. Name me one (laughs) historic, awesome golf course that you know off the top of your head, either in Dubai, Saudi Arabia, or Japan, or Thailand, or wherever. I don't. I'm sorry. Where's... Yeah. So you're telling me you're going to get... UFC's Fight Islands over there. (laughs) You're going to get a PGA Tour player... To give up playing at hmm, where are they this weekend? Oh, I don't know, Pebble, Pebble Beach, Beach. <laughs> Augusta. It's a, uh, it's what I would say is like there are parts of the PGA Tour that are greedy. For example, oh, yeah. the people who haven't won a tournament, like you, you hear the story from Xander Shoffley before he won, he was dead broke and he was having to pay for himself to go to all these different tournaments. Then he wins and he's a millionaire. Yes, and he's stayed a millionaire. Um, it's a very much win and you're in type of profession, sure. right? As it should be. Well, it's very much an exclusivity. Yeah. And what you know. what Phil isn't saying in all these comments is that sponsorships pay for you to go around the country. And the PGA sets up those sponsorships for you to be able to go around the country oh, and play a game I and know. make millions of dollars. Phil's talking about both sides of his mouth. He collected a fat paycheck. Sure yeah. he did. PGA no. is building a huge new complex. Mm-hmm. Did you guys PGA Tour is awesome. I mean, they moved from Florida to... Dallas is yeah. huge, new, beautiful. You know, trying to they, make it sound like they're. This is here's this is what's going to happen. You're going to have some guys jump ship. It's going to be if, older guys. If yeah, if who can't thing, win on the PGA yeah, if Tour this anymore? This thing ever kind of gets off the ground. Uh, you'll have some young guys who are just having a really hard time cracking the. You know, either holding on to their cards or even getting any chunk of money go, but. The Roy McIlroy's, the Xander Shoffley's, the Bryson, Brooks, Brooks Kepkas, they're like JT. No, why, you know, unless unless a, unless that tour has a tournament that hey, fifty million to the winner, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. Hey, we, what do we have? Who FedEx Cup winner gets ten? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Unless it would be something like that. These guys are going to be no. It I, very well could end up being that way. Yeah, but, it, it, um, I think that hopefully human rights activists would get involved first. Well, that's there's another thing too. Great point. Right. Wait, Saudis. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they harbor some of the 9/11 terrorists? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm going to go over there. I would imagine Rolex probably isn't looking to jump on that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. What kind of what sponsors would think? Oh yeah, sure, we'll align ourselves with that. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, no. Like who? No. Um, one a uh, couple other uh, things. Can we talk about Eric Weddle? Real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. So impressed by him. Oh, led the team in tackles. How, how do we? How do we not touch on him? We were talking about the Rams yeah. and stuff. It's just, just so weird forward. to think that he's back playing football. It looks back good. Football played every snap. Oh my of god! That last game that they told him twelve to fifteen snaps for the first game. They yes. needed him. 
and but they needed him. Then it kept getting more and more. And then every snap, this last game, and led the team in tackles. Like it's crazy. He was in it's the backfield. Crazy. Like it was like he was getting it. Oh, he was absolutely. He was has not played in two years. It's I, unbelievable. I mean, I hate him because he did it to my Niners. But, <laughs> but to you, think, Eric. to think of, you had to have kept yourself in a modicum of pickup basketball. Is that is that what he said he played? Yeah, and I see him at my gym a lot. You do. Okay. Yeah, he's also like basketball. up for a coaching job in Poway. That's yeah. what he was doing before he got called by the NFL. Mm-hmm. But to just to up and go and play a professional football playoff game, I wonder did, how that body's feeling. Well, he was on he, he was on the Dave and Jeff podcast. Yeah, right? I listened to it. Did he, he talk about Did he talk about being sore or he anything? He said that this last game after the 49er game that he literally got five hours of sleep between Sunday and Tuesday oh. he, because his body hurt so badly he could not move. So it was. It I would was imagine rough. you go from no contact for a couple of years yeah. to being thrown He's into in that really good physical yeah. shape. But what he was talking about was his body wasn't in the shape to take those kinds of hits right. or to make those kinds of hits. So when you're when you haven't done that or felt that in a long time, his body. He just said he 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 said it. He thought, "Am I gonna die?" He, that's how sore he was. Good but news he for the corner. He's better. So. Yeah. Good news for E. Weddle. He uh, played the three games, which uh, constitutes another year added to your pension. Yeah, $1,000 more a month, mm-hmm. I read. That's mm-hmm. awesome. He uh, now gets the chance to play for a Super Bowl. A which, Super Bowl. When did All he get that? Here. years. I know, I know. I it's... mean, it really is sort of a movie. Like, he was talking about that. He said, you know, to have had this, uh, people wouldn't believe it if it was a right. movie. Yeah. It's sort of like Rookie of the it's Year. It's like, kind of like the Kurt, Kurt Warner story. Yeah. I mean, it's very much like that. I mean, to 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 have him be called out of retirement for three games because they might need you is just... It's craziness, and it was funny listening to him talk about starting out on the practice squad for the first couple of days because they didn't want to embarrass him if he got right. out there and couldn't run or couldn't. And they said, oh, he looked like he'd been doing it all along, learned the playbook in one night, and off he went. You know what? A lot of people, there are some people in town that fault him for, he tried to negotiate a new contract in the media with A.J. Smith. Right. And A.J. Smith was one of those guys where it's like, no, don't pull that shit with me and your agent, um, which got him... Bounced Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eric's Eric was always a good dude. Hall of Fame if he wins the Super Bowl. He is a good guy. He's if he plays his how many role, how many all, he, how many Pro Bowls? A ton. Oh well, yeah, a ton. And he was talking about that yeah. in this podcast too about um, all these guys that are on this Rams team that were all played in Pro Bowls together, right? Like Whitworth and uh, and some of the other guys. And he was saying and. Uh, 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 OBJ, mm-hmm. like all these guys that have played in Pro Bowls together, and now here they were. Oh, say he wins the, the Super Bowl. Team. Say he leads the team in tackles again. I, he was the one of the main reasons they won the NFC Championship game. I think if he were to win uh, a Super Bowl MVP, it would cement it. Oh, Gigi. Um, hello, so Gigi. Imagine if he won the MVP. <laughs> like that would be. That would be crazy. It would really be. Insane. I and and it could happen. And there's got to be a little part of him. Give me a pick six. That mm-hmm. is that is kind of looking at you know like hey Dean, right oh, there, buddy. Fuck you, sure. buddy. Here's oh, the, is this here's your office? Here's Let the, me just take a dump on your yeah. desk. Here's the God. finger I'm going to put my Super Bowl ring on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh. And I want. I mean, Matthew Stafford too. That's such a good story. All those years with the with the Lions. Never Go Bengals. Really, never really complained. And oh, his and his wife and the brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She had tumor, a brain tumor and and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot of and Whitworth being 40 and 17 years with yep. the Bengals yep. never got anywhere. And I'm now here calling he is. collusion. What do you mean? I'm calling collusion. 
everyone is all of a sudden, right? Jay Glazer goes out this morning. Total coincidence that McVeigh and Stafford were in the same hotel in Cabo. Total uh, Andrew Whitworth. Total coincidence. All of a sudden, he's checking into our hotel. Well, how about the bullshit? Fact, how about the fact that COVID no longer exists in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. When's how? the last time you heard a positive test? <laughs> Well, 150 that last week 17 <laughs> yes there were there were it was everybody on every team had it and the then thing it, is, i don't crickets. even want to get near a player at radio row fuck they're gonna give me covid <laughs> but we don't care yeah. we don't care that there's crickets that were the the week before 150 guys and we're like f it who cares we got playoff football yeah well, uh, well gavin didn't mind being there. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, uh, is this National Women in Sports Month or week or day? It was day. Day. It was day, whatever day that was, Wednesday. Yeah. The broads um, got a day. Yes. <laughs> and it was funny to me looking at people's, I saw a couple of people say, uh, well, how do they want to be treated equally if they think they need to have a special day? And I was like, that was a perfect I, impression of every biatch. Yes, and this woman that wrote it, and she she's okay. But I responded very kindly because I refuse to be a bitch on Twitter. You should I only be do that in my real life. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I'm very nice on Twitter always and try to keep it positive. But I did respond because it really angered me, and I said. Look, if you understood, I don't think I said look because that sounds bitchy. I, <laughs> I, said, I you, love look, but I did say if you understood the the bias, the challenges, the actual hate, the discrimination, the you know sexuality stuff that goes on. Like if you if you understood all of that, and that these women haven't quit despite all mm-hmm. of that, just try to think of it instead of a equality day. Think of it as a day of celebration. If you so had we're to still deal here. And we oh want more God. to come, you know. Yeah. I just, I'm not, and I am not like I'm a mom of boys. I'm not yeah. a you know woman. Hear me roar! Like that's not who I'm. Not like that at all. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with women being in sports media and being at all. <laughs> and by the way, we get the best one on our show. We do. <laughs> so suck it, world. Uh, Eat it, world. Anyway, I so I you know, and I'm thankful for people like Laura Oakman who made a huge positive difference in my own personal life. Um, with shit Me that too. I went through, we talked to her for you 15 guys, minutes. That changed my life. I mean, Laura's so awesome. the best. I mean, she and she's not like that either. She's not a beat my chest woman. Uh, no, what she wants is just women to be treated nicely. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, don't be assholes to us. And so I, agree. I just think and get and give us more opportunities because we can do the job. So, um, and I love her so much that I I felt she's empowered me in so many ways. I yeah. can't even talk about it. So, and it's also cool that we got the best pair of tits on our show. Thank you. Not yours. They are. Saw that one coming a mile away. <laughs> saw it coming. And I just said, no. Nah. <laughs> No. Let's see those bad boys. You yeah. know she'd say something. <laughs> <laughs> They're firming back up, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Bam Slam fam, that'll Double do it. <laughs> you guys so we'll, end on the, we'll end on see, those two big notes. See, that's the thing, like... I could say all that, but I could take all that too. I, I love oh, it. I like I, 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 I love. I, I'm a locker room talker myself. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that. Yeah, I saw a great. <laughs> be nice to us. Treat us equally. Let us have jobs and do um, them without bashing us. That's it. Oh wait, wait, J- Jim McMahon story, real quick. Go ahead. Okay, for quarterback Bears. Yeah, right. Super Bowl twenty so, uh, winner. This, 
this actually came up because of the the conversation around the men's soccer, the men's national team soccer game being played in a totally insuitable environment for Honduras team. They played at like negative ten degrees. Oh my! And it's just like we got into the world the talk of teams screwing with other teams when they come to play you at your home, right? And it's so you hear the stories about uh, the, like different teams putting trucks full of speakers and like blaring music outside the hotel room, turning oh, yeah. off like the hot water in the locker rooms, and then. This amazing story about Jim McMahon came out where he was in Green Bay playing against the Packers. And somebody at the time, teams would share hotel rooms. You'd have two players to a room. So Jim was sharing the room with his center. Middle of the night, heat goes off in the hotel. And Jim McMahon and his center are in there freezing to death in their room. They strip naked and cuddle up to each other. (laughs) Whoa. Like naked? I don't know how naked. It's what you're supposed to do, though. <clears throat> skin to skin contact, Bodies, yeah, right? Yeah. Skin to skin. And so the argument was, well, that's my quarterback. I got to keep him warm, right? <laughs> so immediately I text Nick Hardwick and I said, would you do that for Philip?" <laughs> He's like, I've done a lot worse with Philip." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, on days where we were short on time, we would snap or practice our snaps in the shower. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, that's a visual. Okay. <laughs> So so Philip would have his hands on yes, balls we, before we he got the ball. Okay. All right. Paint the visual. Nuts on his knuckles. <laughs> and in the shower. Yuck. It all okay. Football locker rooms, I have oh, I know. no interest I, in being in one of them. I ever. know. It's pink styes like, are cleaner. I mean mm. in more ways than one. <laughs> All right, Bam Slam fam, thank Football you so much sounds scary, man. for being with us for this edition of the Bam Slam when, podcast. When will you be back? Not until after the Super Bowl. Probably, also, right? like, yeah, gyms in general, like your twenty-four hour fitness, seeing like seventy-year-old dudes hanging brain. And last but not least, oh, I have a story about that. Thank there you. you. Go. <laughs> like, can you I was just trying go. to end the podcast. Go, go, go. Like, are we? Be, like, I don't need to see any seventy-year-old nuts. No, there. I know. I walked in the. Oh God! I walked in the bathroom at my gym the other day and. Most people usually aren't undressed. Yeah. And there she was. Naked. Blow drying her hair uh, in all her glory. And there's I was your like, I am woman, I, hear me roar. I, seriously. I was like, lady, like, seriously, you can't, you clearly have clean clothes to put on because you, yeah. you're, you're mm-hmm. showered and now you're drying your hair and you're going to leave. Can't you put them on? At least the shirt. How old do you, think she, how old do you think she was? I, I didn't look long enough to find out. Did they go beneath her knees? <laughs> <laughs> she was not young. I mean, she did she look 80. like Willie Nelson I'm, in I'm, another I region? She was probably forty, mid forties. Oh, really? But she, I don't know, maybe older. I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad at like. Shouldn't gyms enforce age. something here? Like when I was 16 years old, I remember working out at the local gym, and I would walk into the locker room, and there would legit be like 60, 70, 80 year old yeah. dudes hanging yeah. brain, yeah. using gold bond on their sacks. Yeah. <sighs> no one wants to see that. No, it's, uh, th- I'm a minor at that point. And last but not least, you <laughs> brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces like for what you do. Seeing Costa's dick, and <laughs> hope you got a wide angle lens. Oh my God. And what you have done for us. <laughs> it's actually one of those new micro lenses. I'm so fan. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.